Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. It's better to be hot or cold. And I know the lukewarmness that I was feeling just a couple of weeks ago. Right before I went down to Florida to be with my mom, I was struggling with my prayer life. I was struggling with everything, to be honest. No energy, this feeling of blah. I was heavy, not just from my weight, the extra weight that I've put on, but also just heavy spiritually. I felt almost like I had a physical, full body weight suit on. And I couldn't get out of it. And I just kind of flailed around aimlessly. I did pray, but I wasn't into prayer. I didn't call on God all day long. I just sort of existed through this, you know, day. I needed naps. Yeah, I was struggling. I was very, what I would call, lukewarm. And you know what happens when you're lukewarm? You get spit out of his mouth. He spews you out of his mouth. He would rather you be hot or cold. So when I came back from Florida, you all know, I started juicing. I made a huge change, massive change. And I didn't know if I could do it, but I was at the precipice. I was at the end of my rope. Because when I got back, I got on that scale And I knew, I knew that number wasn't going to be pretty because the sweatpants that I was wearing in the plane were skin tight. I gave the elastic around my waist a run for its money, let me tell you. (laughs) And these sweatpants are normally fine. So I knew the 10 days of drinking beer and wine and eating pizza and burgers and fries had caught up to me in a bad way. So the very next day was the first day of the juice. Today is day six, and I'm still doing it, and I'm still feeling good. But guess what? Yesterday, I needed to do something drastic, meaning I had to go to confession. I just felt it boiling up in me that I need to confess being lukewarm I need to confess that I'm not loving God and putting him first in my life. I need to confess my gluttony, my laziness, my fits of anger and frustration with my mom. I I just put the list together and I went in to see the priest. Now, look, I know there are a lot of you that listen to this across the globe 
and I know that you are shut down. So I'm not dangling this in front of you as a, oh, this was awesome, but sorry, you can't do it. Because you can still go to God in the sincerity of your heart. And don't even pray the act of contrition. I truly believe that when you apologize and you confess your sins out loud to him from your heart, that is where it's at. Just like you do with the priest. And then pray your act of contrition. I think people use the act of contrition if they pray it on a daily basis to absolve them from their sins, right? To start anew, Lord, I'm sorry for all the sins that I did the other day. If you're praying daily, which I hope you are, but that to me, call out what you did. That's the examine. The examine is an examination of conscience. And it's also calling out to God and thanking him where he was and the blessings and the beauty that you saw in that day. And by the way, don't look at the examine as a beat up session. The examine should actually be a very glorious, thankful session. Because if God is showing you, enlightening you to the things that you need to change in your life, that's fabulous. That's awesome. That is a blessing. And that deserves some thanks because he's telling you, focus on this. He's been telling me ever since this whole coronavirus thing started, hey, honey, you're going off the rails here. You're falling into this lukewarmness, lukewarmness of life, lukewarmness of your relationship with me, lukewarmness. And it went through ups and downs. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't always like that. But when I was down, I was down. So yesterday in my confession, wow, all I did was cry. Just tears streaming down my face. I was so grateful to get it all off my chest. To say, God, and there's no mortal sin in there. It was just blahness. And I truly believe that because I'm juicing and I'm letting my physical body receive these, you know, enzymes and minerals and vitamins in a concentrated way that I've never done before. I've never, ever juiced, didn't even have one. So when I started this. I didn't think I could do it. I mean, who doesn't eat food? <laughs> you know, like I like my solid food. I really didn't think it was going to last. And then I was more surprised day after day how I felt. Sometimes I would drink the orange juice and I would almost feel my body tingling as if the vitamins and minerals were getting into my very cells themselves. I'm not... I'm not telling everyone to go out and get a juicer. I'm just asking you to look at what's going on in your life. What's that big vice? I was on Relevant Radio this morning, 6 o'clock. You could listen to the podcast, or if you follow me on social, I'll probably post it. It was a great discussion of virtue and vice. And yes, I talked about my juicing. But because of that choice, my physical body started reacting I'm on day six. I got on the scale this morning. It's at 10 pounds and I'm pretty excited about it, but I also feel better. And so 
I jumped out of bed this morning. I didn't want to. You want to know why I jumped out of bed? Because that is my choice. If I laid in bed, plus I had my radio show at 6 a.m., so I had to jump out and get ready and pray beforehand. But I could have slept right up till 15 minutes before I was going on. But the minute that alarm went off, I made a deal with myself the night before. Don't hit the snooze button. Get up. Don't even think about it. So when the snooze button went off, I said to myself, don't even think about it. So I rolled over, shut off the alarm, and threw the covers off. And for those who live in any kind of climate where you're getting into the wintertime and it's the fall, it was chilly. But I didn't care. That was my deal with myself, and I kept that deal. And then I was, I lit a candle, and I watched the sun come up. I prayed, I read the readings, and then I did the radio spot. And it was awesome. It was so much fun. And I know that it wouldn't have been that way had I not called on God. So I'm looking at the hot and cold. The more that you fill yourself with God, the more that you put him in your life, the more your life is going to be better and easier. And you're going to come out of that desolation. We talked about vice and virtue on the radio show this morning. And the, there's two hosts and the second co-host said, all right, let me ask you a question. So do you feel like you have this vacuum in your life that if you don't fill it with virtue, you fill it with vice? And I said, Glenn, that was brilliant. Because yes, if I look back two weeks ago, I wasn't really praying. I wasn't really being kind to my mom. I was stressed out and I wasn't calling on God. I wasn't going to daily mass. And then I look a week later and I'm juicing. I'm reconnecting with God. I'm praying on high. I mean, it's amazing what happens when you fill yourself with God instead of filling yourself with the world. And for me, honestly, it was politics and what's going on with the election and reading all these things and finding out what's happening. That was what was pulling me in. I was living in the world. I wasn't sinning in the world, but I was putting the world and everything first instead of God so that I could actually read these things in a calm manner or not. To be honest, since, <laughs> since, I've, since Thursday... I've really not been all that intensely, I don't know, like addicted to finding what's, finding out what's going on. I'm now just trusting that God's got this. I don't need to follow it every day. And sometimes I would turn it on, usually YouTube videos or rumble videos as most people are moving to rumble and parlor. I would turn it on and then it would just get, be like a bunch of noise. And it would honestly sometimes just be noise without information. And so I'm like, okay, I don't need this. There's nothing new going on here. So hot or cold, the Lord spits you and spews you out of his mouth when you're lukewarm. So today, let's choose to be hot. Every day, let's choose to be hot on fire. 
for our love for God. Going to him as often as we can, starting our day in prayer, silence, loving him, asking him to fill us with the virtue that we need the most. And if you haven't picked that one thing that you're struggling with, I beg you to do that. Everyone has their own time. Everyone. God's timing is perfect. It obviously took me till November, whatever it was, for me to 9th, 10th, 11th, November 11th, 11-11, huh, 11-11, Revelation. That is when the dead, the body stood up and fought. <laughs> I think that's 11-11 in Revelation. Funny that it's that, it was that day. Nope, it was 11-12. <laughs> Psych! No, it was 11-12 when I did it. I came home on 11-11. But I think it was 11-11 that I, that I said, look, I can't do this anymore. And I got to do something big because I can't just do what I've tried to do over the last months. And all of you know what all those steps were. Okay, I love you. Have a blessed, on fire, hot day. Go be calmness. Go be joy. Go be love to everyone around you, including yourself. Love yourself enough to give yourself that calmness and that time with God. I'm carving out some time so I can sit in church with the Lord after Mass or before Mass. I think it might be before Mass. Just to sit. All right, everyone. I love you all. Have a blessed, hot, and inspired day. Take care.